my secret superpower is my knack for attracting anything pop culture like i don't even go looking for it it just comes to me and i know anything that's happening that's part of pop culture <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen that was flow hi i do not think i have any superpower but i do have a great hunger for entertainment all things entertainment the easiest way to get my attention or to change my mood if i'm in a bad mood is to put on anything movie or tv show related and that's it you have my 100% attention so yeah and that is tanvi hello special mention to our social media partners bollywood direct you can find them on facebook twitter and instagram at bollywood direct and we are continuing with our quintessential hindi movie series and to find out how we define quintessential check out our intro episode every podcast is divided into four categories fashion acting favorite songs and our favorite scenes and welcome to movie wala podcast and today we're going to talk about the most iconic hindi movie of the century the most iconic romantic movie of the century dilwale dulhaniya le jayenge better known as ddlj it was released in the year 1995 the prime minister of india back then was pv narsimha rao and one significant thing that happened this year was the city of bombay was unfortunately renamed as mumbai another thing that is significant in the list of things that mentioned in under 1995 is that this movie was released so that's how significant this movie is that it is actually an event of 1995 in india wow so the director of this movie is aditya chopra this was his first movie the producer is yashraj films which is their home production music was by jatin lalit lead actor Actors are Shahrukh Khan and Kajol introducing Karan Johar in his first <laughs> acting debut, among many others. And it's a love story of Rajan Simran, two NRIs who live in London and who fall in love during their Euro trip. Simran's parents had already arranged her marriage with their family friend's son when they were children. And the story takes us on this journey of not just. winning the girl but also her family by raj played by shahrukh khan all right so we saw this movie after a really long time we had seen it i think like maybe a 10 years ago or maybe a couple of years ago and this was after a long time that we sat down and saw the whole film yeah. like scene to scene without forwarding and getting up and cooking in between and what not and oh my god we were star struck we were like our hearts were melting our brain was frozen like <laughs> Shahrukh Khan's charm worked on both of us all over again and we were speechless we were running out of words to describe what was happening in the movie and what the movie was doing to us by the end of the movie we were talking too much we were sending voice messages to each other that by the end of the movie we were tired and we were like oh my god okay we are not talking we are not communicating we are just like texting emoji that is how much this movie affected us <laughs> i know this is like a 3 hour 10 minute movie 30 minutes more than any other average movie that we had seen but 2 hours into the movie we didn't realize it had been 2 hours we were like continuously discussing and watching and going gaga over this film and we were like oh my god it's already 2 hours in and we just have like an hour to go and we didn't even realize. 
realize it. It was such a good movie. So we've like given all our positive reinforcement about the movie way before we even started discussing it. But oh my god, we have like we were completely smitten by Shah Rukh's charm and the stories and the dialogue. And uh, like that we had mentioned, this was the directorial debut of Aditya Chopra, and this story was actually written by him. He has written it. He's done the screenplay. He's written the dialogues, and he's directing the movie. I mean, this guy's a genius. Like, just give him an Oscar already. Like, just give him whatever is the highest award. Like, you know, they keep criticizing him that he's not been able to, you know, make another big movie like Dilwale Dulanya Le Jayenge again. And I'm like, dude, when a scientist does a discovery or an invention, you know, that person is set for life. Like that person doesn't have to discover anything else. Like why do we expect this guy to make another magic yeah. happen? He's done it. Like he's given this masterpiece to the world cinema. I wouldn't even say Hindi cinema or Indian cinema. Yeah. I'm just going to go and say world cinema i agree like i was telling tanvi if aliens come to earth and they want to watch a movie i think this should be one of the movies that they're shown about how we live as human beings it's just that good yeah i mean of course for the sake of ripping it apart like a little bit here and there we had some anecdotes to talk about but other than that like just something very bare minimum like one of the things that i thought was uh, which stood out to me is like they both are born and brought up in london hmm. but they both have a zero british accent and they choose to speak to each other in like proper hindi i have lived in london and that doesn't happen like you know they all have british accents people who live there for a month have an a british accent but that's besides the point but these two are born and brought up there and they have like absolutely no accent and they voluntarily choose to speak in hindi to each other which really doesn't happen much so that was the only thing that i was like huh interesting uh, do you want to dive into fashion before we go ahead and go gaga over our yeah we all keep saying about sharuk 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 if you want to do like a drinking game if you're home and you're listening to this podcast yeah every time we say sharuk take a shot okay so let's get into fashion you really liked it didn't you like you had a lot of a lot of stuff to say about kajol's look and hair and so guys can we talk about how refreshing it was to watch an actress on screen with messy hair who hadn't like straightened her hair and the first scene of her is just this gorgeous face behind this unruly hair so i was just telling tanvi that i missed those times when they just had whatever hair they had naturally you know they didn't put so much effort to kind of straighten it and make it look like everyone else um and also her face like even the makeup that she had on you could see that there was not much of makeup there it was just her face yeah like this is like all credit to aditya chopra because you know uh, manish malhotra is the costume designer for this film but Aditya Chopra had given him like strict instructions that he wanted to keep the look and the vibe of the film and the styling simple mm. and relatable and he didn't want the fashion to overtake the story. Yeah. I feel like Aditya Chopra really knew what he wanted exactly from the characters and how he wanted to portray them. So yeah, I mean I actually felt like Shah Rukh's wardrobe was way more interesting. Hmm. Like the jackets he wears and the jumpers and the sweaters yeah. he's wearing, his half tucked shirt hmm. and you know the two buttons of his shirt are always open and the chest is out there. Like Kajol is wearing really simple clothes yeah. like her western clothes are like kind of meh. but her indian clothes are really simple like salwar kameez and although the green uh, outfit she wears during the sangeet that stands out uh, so i think the green one that you just mentioned uh, so manish malhotra i think that was that was the only thing that you could actually you know convince aditya to 
do whatever he wanted to do because other things like aditya controlled and he said that you know i need the clothes to be very simple like you said so this uh, lehenga the green lehenga normally in india most of the bridal wear is almost red tones of red but this was like manish malhotra said okay at least this should be like one thing that i want to do on my yeah. own so he made this green lehenga which is iconic again this yes, one right. and the wedding you know she the last lehenga she wears uh, right at the end it's golden so like how you said the yeah. mostly the wedding lehengas are either red and pink and like yeah the shades of really uh, bright colors but this one was mm. a gold lehenga which was also a an unusual choice and on karwa chauth the outfit she's wearing is really pretty so mm. i think for the festivals and for the ceremonies manish malhotra kind of got to do a little bit what he wanted to do overall the films like styling is super simple relatable like mm. girl next door doesn't come across as somebody's trying too hard to look certain way so i really like that but yeah i was actually quite interested more in like what sharok's wearing because his clothes seem pretty like i like that they were not like perfect they were little like you know your word unkept they were unkept but they were yeah. cool kind of trendy but not shabby and that was peak sharok right this was 1995 so this was the time when sharok was not this sharok that we know now he had a lot of hits before uh, but he was still like coming into his own but this was the sharok that india fell in love with right from his circus days kind of like unkept but very cool and the whole energy that he brought on the screen he was so charming he was just he charmed the pants off me like it was just like oh my he just oozes romance he oozes, and charm yeah, right he absolutely does absolutely and then you know any hindi good hindi movie is not made until it has some really amazing songs and this movie had amazing soundtrack like every song was off the charts My personal favorite was हो गया है तुझको तो प्यार सच ना दैट वन इज लाइक जस्ट सो ड्रीमी एंड द मोमेंट इट स्टार्ट लाइक दैट सीन वेर दे आर पार्टिंग एट द स्टेशन ओमाइ गॉड आई कैन टेक लाइक लॉन्ग साइज ऑल द टाइम इट वॉज इट इज अ ग्रेट सॉन्ग एंड विच वन इज योर फेवरेट सॉन्ग Um, my favorite is again the same song <laughs> that you just mentioned. Na jaane mere dil ko kya ho gaya. And the scene when you said ah, for me the feeling is whenever I watch that scene because that's the beginning of the song. It just gives me that very you know like queasy feeling in your heart where it's kind of like breaking your heart to see these two people just leave, right? Because right at that scene is when Kajol says that I'm going to get married. I will send you my wedding invite. And Shah Rukh says no, don't because I'm not going to you know come. for your wedding and then they go away ah it just and then the song comes up so it's just like it just makes me so sad even though i know what's going to happen that's <laughs> that's interesting because my emotion is completely opposite because i feel like till that moment kajol doesn't realize that she also has feelings for him like till that moment she's just like you know going with the rhythm of the trip or whatever yeah. i actually have completely opposite reaction to that because i actually feel like Oh my god now she realizes she loves him like this is the moment she's realized she loves him and now they're going to make it happen I don't feel like they're parting mine is like now their love is starting but i think i have this pessimist way of looking at it <laughs> for me it's more like oh my god now they know that both of them like each other and now they're just going away it's a train station and any kind of goodbye breaks my heart and especially like sta- train stations or airports kind of make me really sad but the song is again you know 
it just it's, so, it's just amazing yeah. Yeah. yeah so that song i like and then i also like the picturization of another famous song tujhe dekha to ye jana cinema because during the song sequence they show they go to a lot of places that they've been on the europe trip their dream sequence of revisiting those places again um which makes you hopeful because at that point of time they're still not together yeah all of the songs i liked all of the songs but yeah even the one tujhe dekha to ye jana cinema is like Oh my god and you know just like for record i'm not a romantic person and i'm not a sharukh khan fan like i want to put it out there like i'm not one of those people who go crazy over sharukh khan and i'm not a romantic person so for me it's a like completely out of body experience that where the credit is due i'm going to give it this is an amazing movie and sharukh is drool worthiness okay i don't know how much like this is probably a 100 compliment i've given him right now but yeah and i think you guys are probably drunk if you're playing the game <laughs> in india if you're like a 90s kid i think you would know every word of the songs right? i remember like in ni- this movie came out in 95 and then in 96 i had my family li- used to live in new york and i came to spend a summer with them and i watched this movie for like a month and a half every single day i'm not kidding and at that time they had like a vcr and a cassette and there was like a mm. tv in my room and i didn't have that back home so you know i didn't have a tv in my room in india yeah <laughs> but i had a tv in my room over here and i was like i had this cassette and i would watch it every day every day i watched it every day for one and a half month oh i was like so wow. crazy to be honest these are the kind of songs that actually when i'm listening to it like me and my husband when we are going on a long drive or something we always end up listening to a lot of hindi songs and when these songs come up i always tell my husband i am so lucky to be born in india you know because it's such a unique experience you know of watching hindi movies and listening to the songs growing up listening to the songs the movie experience is very different when you grow up in india yeah i absolutely all right so moving on to our next segment of acting so What did you think about the performances and the characters in this movie? Where do I even begin? <laughs> I especially like chemistry between Raj and Simran. I think that was one of the main reasons the movie did amazingly well. Um Raj is this hyper guy and Simran is this more sensible girl, which is normally the other way around, you know. The girl is always shown as like the hyper, you know, chirpy mm-hmm. person and then the the guy is shown as the quiet kind, but this movie kind of like Sim- turned it around and it- yeah showed a different um side to each character so i thought that was kind of refreshing uh, that was one thing that i absolutely enjoyed and uh, and also i kind of i don't know if i enjoyed it but this was one of the movies that was solely made for nris non resident indians it was one of the one of the first movies yeah absolutely this was definitely the first movie which catered to an nri audience like before this they would never the central like this was almost like an nri was the theme of the movie like you are non resident indian and how do you feel about india and how you feel about continuing your traditions and all of that like that was a running theme in the movie and there was not a movie before this so absolutely like aditya chopra with this movie was able to cater to the indian audience which yes. resides in india as well as the non resident indians who yes. reside everywhere else and if one thing everybody knows about south asians is like we are high on emotions and there's this certain segment of people like uh, uh, me and flo uh, flo were discussing that we don't relate to that like there's a song uh, in which there's like meri dharti bulaye and all of that which kind of means like my motherland is calling me and i was telling flo like neither neither does my motherland call me nor does anybody from my motherland call 
मी एंड लाइक लाइक तुम जाओ तुम ठीक हो तुम वही रहो यू नो सो अगेन लाइक ट्रांसलेटिंग इट इन टू लाइक यू नो वेर एवर यू आर योर फाइन यू डोंट नीड टू कम बैक टू इंडिया इट्स मोर लाइक यू नो Everybody's like move yeah. forward, but of course there are still a certain like segment of people who live in that same kind of an atmosphere that they left behind in India, and they live among the same Indian kind of you know population and people. So this movie is especially catering to them, like people who've left India, but they feel like their country is still like missing them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my country is definitely not missing me. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was really like high on emotions on that part. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. But this was like a market that Hindi movies hadn't tapped into till this movie happened, and then there were like tons of other movies after 1995 which catered to NRIs and their emotions about their motherland. Starting from Kabi Khushi Kabi Gham to yeah. Neel and Nikki to Ham Tum to the list goes on and on. Like this movie was a trendsetter. This is how you divide romantic movie genre in India. It'll be like before DDLJ and after DDLJ. Like before DDLJ, it's all about like love triangles. Like the love stories were always about. You know all the other movies that we have featured in our series so far. They've always been the conflict is between the economic status of the family mm-hmm. or the religion of the family or a conflict between two families. They just don't like each other, like a Romeo Juliet version. But there was never a conflict of ideologies over here. The conflict is not about money or religion. It's about you know that the father of Simran is conservative and he. feels like the motherland and you know the same like he wants the children to have the same set of principles that values and principles that somebody from india would have whereas mm-hmm. sharukh and his father are little modern and they've like gotten used to living like how a person living in london would behave and like little western so this was the first movie which is actually dealing with the theme of ideologies could not agree more yeah the best part about the movie is like the whole movie is so real and relatable even though it's set in london and uk and maybe majority of people you know who watched the movie in india had not been there or ever experienced that life but it felt real and relatable and mm. yet cool and happening without trying to be cool and happy uh it's interesting that you mentioned all romantic movies in hindi movies now as it's like pre ddlj and post ddlj i think even shahrukh khan's career graph after this movie it became like pre ddlj and post ddlj you know so this movie in a lot of ways were kind of like a path breaking event truly an event that happened in a in their lives as well um, in terms of shahrukh and kajol yeah you're right this has become a reference point for everything this kind of gave so much business to euro rail and everybody wanted to go on a euro rail tour after this it really happened like 1 billion people in india wanted to take a trip to europe and, and hopefully fall in love with somebody like raj <laughs> and bring that swiss cowbell i lived in switzerland for like 4 years mm-hmm. and not a single person over there buys those cowbells <laughs> you know i mean they, of course they buy it but it's not like they buy it and like it's not a something they carry but now after that they know that when indians are going to come they're going to buy this cowbell like i think the sales of cowbells also went up after that movie <laughs> and uh, i think swiss tourism also they started catering like in terms of advertisements for switzerland they particularly like catered to india also because they knew that indians were bringing in a lot of tourism revenue the swiss tourism had some kind of a uh, collaboration with yashraj films and other hindi film makers because that would give them the license to go and shoot in switzerland easily in exchange for promoting their country to indians and i think after that they must have put a ban on that like they like 
oh no, 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 please, enough. We are like a tiny little nation. We can't hold a billion people in this country. So besides Kajol and uh, Shahrukh, there were so many other characters in this film which were equally popular. And like it had such a good star cast, starting with Amrish Puri to Satisha to Farida Jalal. Farida Jalal's character is one of my favorite mother characters in Hindi movies. She's mm. such a mod, like she's ahead of her times. She has that character where she has to listen to her husband. She has to make sure that, you know, he doesn't get mad. But she still wants to support her daughter in whatever her dreams are and not like... She wants uh, a better life for her daughter. You know, I even like that aunt's character. Himani, Himani Shifpuri plays the Kamo Bua who adds a little bit of flirtation and humor to the second half of the movie. So, what did you think about Mandira Bedi and Parmeet Seth? While we were watching and we were going gaga over Shah Rukh Khan, Tanvi actually reminded me. She's like, you know, I feel sorry for Mandira because she has the same googly eyes as Shah Rukh Khan. <laughs> like we are doing right now, you know. <laughs> I mean, I felt bad for her. Like she, there was no, she did nothing wrong. Like in the whole, like mm. as a character, she was just... Yeah. Poor girl, Preeti. Yeah, who was in love with Shah Rukh. Obviously, who wouldn't be in love with Shah Rukh? She would just like bat her eyelids at him like... I, I wish people could see me batting my eyelids right now, but yeah. <laughs> speaking of, uh, what's his name? The guy who played the groom to be. Parmeet Sethi. Oh, yeah. Okay, so speaking of Parmeet Sethi, I, so normally in Indian movies, they always show as Westerners or anything Western as bad. Uh-huh. But Aditya Chopra wanted to, you know, change that narrative. And so in this movie, if you see, the NRI who is actually Shah Rukh Khan is the good guy. And the and Parmeet Sethi, who is actually born and brought up in India, he has these kind of like vices. Well, you know, you know, so that was kind of an interesting. Yeah, yeah. even Shahrukh had those exact same vices when he was in London. But right now he's here yeah, trying to impress yeah. the father-in-law to be. So he kind of like, yeah. oh, I don't drink, I don't hunt, I don't do anything. But not as much as Parmi Sethi. Aditya consciously made a decision to kind of change the yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I actually remember watching this movie at the cinemas, and when there was intermission, like everybody, everybody knew that right now we are watching an event. Like this is like wow. you know you felt like that like okay this is unusual hmm. the only other movie I felt like that was the feeling in the cinema was when we were watching Hum Aapke Hain Kaun like people were like uh-huh. okay what is this what is happening this is something yeah. and then again when we were watching this like because both yeah. like like completely different stories but those are movies which kind of changed the whole way Hindi movies were seen and done another one was probably like when I watched Lagan I was like oh my god uh-huh. is this a real match like what is happening right now like why am I cheering for these people <laughs> right <laughs> yeah and also one more movie that did that to Indian cinema was Dil Chate. people were like wow you know this is something different in college when that movie came out and we didn't have like Hindi movies didn't release there so I didn't get to watch it in the cinemas and that is probably one of my biggest regrets in life so getting back to favorite scene from this movie I was like while watching the movie I'm making a list of all my favorite scenes and here's how it goes all my scenes goes like oh Shahrukh when the snow is falling on it Shahrukh when he's looking at Kajol Shahrukh when he's wearing a green shirt Shahrukh when... so it's like oh my god like Shahrukh this Shahrukh that Shahrukh those are my scenes like I have not even paid attention to what anybody else is doing I'm just like talking about all my scenes yeah. are like Shahrukh even like Shahrukh's eyes Shahrukh's, Shahrukh's expression 
<laughs> Shahrukh's dimples. There are so many moments. Yeah, I don't know whether I don't know at what point did Aditya Chopra's direction end and Shahrukh's own Shahrukhism came on. Like the distinction is yeah. so hard to make in this film. He's he's magical in this film. And one of the scenes I liked was it's like 15 minutes into the movie when Kajol wants, like as Tanvi was saying, Kajol's dad is very conservative, so she wants permission from her dad to go on this Euro trip with her college friends because she knows that after that she's going to get married to the guy that you know her parents want her to get married to so knowing that her dad will say no most probably to the trip she wants to convince him so there's this beautiful scene where it's morning like early morning and she's doing puja and all that like a good indian daughter and then you know they kind of have a talk where she tries to convince him to let her go on this trip and i thought that scene was beautifully done Yeah. Yeah, the father daughter relationship and the conversation that they have uh, was done beautifully. So I absolutely love that scene. Like one scene I liked a lot was between Sharuk and Anupam Kher his father is when like towards the end Anupam Kher has come to India and he's kind of like made some screw ups in Sharuk's plan of winning Ka- Kajol's family over and he's like oh dad you don't know anything like uh, he uh, then Anupam Kher like tries to give him advice and Sharuk's like dad you don't know anything like this is now this is not how it works anymore and ye aapka zamana nahi hai ab ye sab nahi hota and then Anupam Kher turns around and says mohabbat ka naam aaj bhi mohabbat hai I was like, yes. oh my god. I mean, I think I like that scene more for that dialogue. Uh, so translated in English, it's like Shahrukh saying to his dad that, you know, this is now not how love works anymore. This is not your time. And the father turns around and yeah. says, but love is still called love. I'm nice. And one more scene that I love is, you know, after intermission, Shahrukh Khan makes a trip to India to kind of try to convince um, Kajol's family to get her married to him and uh, so she doesn't know that he's going to make the trip because she has no idea that even he's in love with her and she's in this really beautiful field you guys DDLJ fans will know what I mean beautiful mustard flower field wink wink (laughs) so she's just there and then she turns around and he's she sees him oh, oh. standing there imagine oh such a beautiful scene right i, know. I just imagine you're in love with somebody but you're not sure if he also loves you the same way and you are here in another country and then you just turn around and you see the guy standing there i know just for you <laughs> that would never happen yeah. in real life <laughs> Yeah. Thanks Hindi movies for setting our expectations so high. Yeah, yeah. I know. So I mean I can go on and on there's so many scenes even the other one where when they are like at the end of their euro trip and they are about to take the train and they're just waiting for the train signal to go on and it's right before like when that palat 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 that iconic scene happens but they are like talking to each other and then they hear the train's uh, siren go on and kajol says main chalti hu mujhe ye main nahi chahti ki train phir se chute to translate kajol says that i do not want to miss my train again and then sharuk says under his breath like par main chahta hu ye train bar bar chute i was like oh my god melt <laughs> Which means, oh, I will translate that. So, which means Shahrukh is saying that I want you to miss the train again and again and again. Oh, imagine. Like, if he said that to me, I would like be like, dude, let's just run away right now. <laughs> Tammy, do you want to talk about 
that scene <laughs> where both of us were like, wow, if it was me, our love story would have just started right there and there. <laughs> yeah, what scene was that? Like they try to look for a room because they missed the oh, train yeah. and then all their friends have gone. So they find a room somewhere in a random place and then she wakes up next day with Shah Rukh Khan's shirt and uh, you know, Shah Rukh Khan bringing her breakfast in bed and she's like, oh my God, like how? Yeah, how am I wearing this shirt? Kajal freaks out because she's like, oh my God, I don't know what we did last night and blah, 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 right? So she's like literally crying. And then Shah Rukh says, he says, he gets all Shah Rukhi. <laughs> Shah Rukhi. And then he calms it down and says, Yeah, he's, I, I don't remember it verbatim, but it's something like, I know what you think about me. But I know what Hindustani girl's love is. And it's all like in his husky, deep voice. Yeah. And really slow and really close to her. And he's like, I don't know or whatever. And I don't And this and that. And then he's just looking at her. And he, they are so close to each other. And me and Flo, yeah. we were like, dude, I would have kissed him. I was like, if nothing happened, anything last night, it should happen tonight. <laughs> like, it's just peak shot. I know. And I was like, scene. why is this girl so dumb? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and she's least uh, affected by you know, all the shots. No, no, she was affected. But she's like, she's like, Mere sanskar or Mere pitaji. Or, oh, yeah. I don't know. I think that's what was going on in her head. <laughs> because you can tell, like, she. She was little, like, she's taken, like, little bit by his charm because after that, mm. she takes a moment to put herself together. I was like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a scene that you guys must rewatch. Yeah, you must rewatch and forget how badly we have enacted it for you. <laughs> like, do not judge it by our poor uh, acting <laughs> skills and dialogue delivery. Yeah. Okay, because this is a very iconic movie, because this is DDLJ we are talking about, do you want to talk about all... The iconic things that happens. Let's list it out. Okay. The pallet scene. Yeah. Iconic. The mustard field scene where they first time meet as lovers. I think India discovered that mustard fields can be so beautiful. Yeah. Yep. And where Shah Rukh has this, he always carries his ukulele and he's strumming the song. Tujhe dekha Tujhe dekha Even the outfit became iconic, right? Like the wearing that leather jacket and a hat and then like some instrument became like lover's, lover's uniform. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, the other one would the iconic dialogue of Bade Bade Desho Me Chhoti Chhoti Paate Hoti Rehti Hai. And just to um, add another anecdote to this, like when President Barack Obama visited India in 2015, he was trying to make a reference to uh, something that, you know, which most of the Indians can relate to. And then he actually used this line, this specific line from the movie to kind of relate to the audience. So like that's big. That's how big this movie's impact is. Yeah. And... People still use this line. I use it all the time. And then obviously the word senorita. Oh yeah. That's how you, that's how Shah Rukh refers to Kajol. So the iconic dialogue of when finally Amrish Puri sees Shah Rukh's love and he's like, okay, this guy loves my daughter and she needs to be. And like, ja Simran, ja, ji le apni zindagi. So this has become like one of those things you say to anybody who you want to be like, yeah, go live your life, man. Go. <laughs> Leave me alone, just go. The last scene of the movie after he says, Ja Simran, Jile apni zindagi. Shark is already on the train and the train is already moving. And Kajol in her all gorgeous lehenga, she's running in slow motion. And then Shark puts out his hand and then she catches his hand. He just takes her into the train. That is so iconic. I don't even have words to 
express how iconic and that is one of those scenes like how you know when people talk about titanic and they say like there was enough space on that log for jack and <laughs> rose jack and rose on like why didn't they both just like go on it this is the same something similar like why didn't he just jump off the train instead of like you know making her run <laughs> so bad and this movie makes reference to two of the previous movies we discovered in this podcast first one is from bobby and uh, if you guys listen to it you remember we mentioned this iconic song andar se koi bahar na aake so there's this moment in the beginning when kajol is about to miss her eurorail tour train and uh, she has to like kind of grab sharuk's hand to get on the train and when they get on the train they are like kind of stuck in a box and sharuk starts humming this song so that was like a reference to an old song which you know everybody who was watching that movie would know and then again when sharuk is in amritsar trying to woo all of simran's family they are about to have like a antakshri a singing game and they start with the song jab pyar kiya to darna kya which is again a reference to a movie which we covered mughle azam and that was the most popular iconic song from that movie and in general from hindi movies so this is what happens when a movie gets popular other movies make reference to those movies and then ddlj itself got so popular that there are like a billion references of uh, ddlj in 25 years of movies after that so that is that and now moving on to our last segment of recasting for this amazing movie where nobody else can play sharuk's charm but we're going to kind of try and to be honest we've done so many of recasting right in our previous seven episodes but this one i in my heart i don't want to recast sharuk khan and kajol <laughs> but if we had to okay if we had to i would pick varun dhawan for sharuk for raj and ps bhumi why i'm saying ps bhumi bhumi panekar for the role of simran i can see it yeah like bhumi has that earthy charm and i you know she's a good actress so you know i think she can rise up to the occasion and varun is a charmer yes like he has to tone down and then just bring the charming side of him you know he did they did like humti sharma ki dulhaniya which is kind of like mm. a you know spin off on ddlj so he can totally do it like i can totally see him in this role and i am with you like i actually do not want to cast sharukh khan's role to anybody but this is just for the sake of our segment so we're just yeah. like playing along and i do not even think this movie should be remade by anyone ever in their whole freaking life not even if they are paid a billion dollars don't you dare touch this movie <laughs> but just for the sake of our small little podcast i think i would like to cast a ranveer singh because i can see him like i want somebody who's not like conventionally good looking but has the energy and charm and then i would cast sonakshi sinha because i think she has the acting potential but she hasn't been given the platform or she hasn't taken the platform whichever way and i like their pairing in lutera kind of recreate but in a romantic happy movie lutera was a really sad movie but yeah i love that pairing um she is a am- she was amazing in lutera she right was. I wish she would do more lo- movies like that. So yeah, this would be a good casting. All right, that's about it. We are done with our eighth podcast in this series. Thanks for listening. We will see you guys next week. If you have any feedback, if you've seen this movie or now have we convinced you to watch this movie, share your feedback on social media with the hashtag #MovieWalaPodcast or we are on Instagram at #MovieWalaPodcast. Bye. Bye.